0: Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, July 6th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, it's been six months since the attack on the Capitol. We've got where things stand. Number two, The Problem Solvers Caucus is backing the bipartisan Senate infrastructure deal. And number three, new details from the canvas, our anonymous poll of senior Capitol Hill aides. All right, Jake, let's get to the number one story of the day. It's going to dominate the entire news cycle. It has been six months to the day since the attack on the Capitol. And why don't we just start with where things actually stand? Because it's pretty stark up on Capitol Hill
1: yeah you know it's uh since we have this late start time this weekend I, I've been watching a little bit of television this morning and I've already seen CNN uh, uh exploring this this kind of this uh uh anniversary so to speak the six-month anniversary of the of the attacks um and you're right I think it's going to it's going to be all over the news and, and it's especially timely I mean so a few things that were that jumped out to me this morning number one you know uh, I saw the Capitol police um, Put out a memo this morning indicating and detailing everything they have done since the um, uh, to protect the Capitol and protect members of Congress since the January sixth attack. And this jumped out to me as a longtime watcher of Congress. I'm sure you have felt the same. Is that Capitol Police is opening regional field offices around the country, starting off in California and Florida, where they obviously have, I think, that would be a combined seventy five or so members, or roughly, um, uh, to investigate threats for uh, against members of congress that is really new and really interesting don't you think
0: yeah i it really i think just goes to the heart of the issue which is that yes the complex was actually attacked, but that it's a porous building, that members of Congress don't live in a vacuum just on Capitol Hill, that the threats aren't just here in Washington, D.C., and that they are really having to provide security in new and different ways and work with local law enforcement in a really uh, concerted effort.
1: Yeah, so here's some other just uh, interesting items that that we came across that we thought about since January sixth. There's still mags outside of the house, the house doors. I mean, people still feel like, and Nancy Pelosi was asked the other day whether she's going to consider taking the mags down um, or what would make her consider taking the mags down. I don't remember how the question was phrased. And she basically said, no, I'm not taking them down, (laughs) which, which was her, uh, it's
0: her prerogative, you know? And I feel like as yeah, I'm sure as, as we know also in the, in the item that like there was so much distrust between Republicans and Democrats and some Democrats even believe that Republicans truly threaten their physical safety.
1: That's right. Uh and and that's not going to go away. Uh, and that hasn't gone away yet. So, um that all said, I mean, I, I we're in a pretty grim place. I mean, the two parties uh hate each other as as much as they ever did before and and back to the mag thing, Anna. Like and the safety element, I mean, it's it's not only that mem- members feel I mean, all of this floats up to Nancy Pelosi, right? Members tell the, tell her that they don't feel safe or make it clear to the leadership they don't feel safe and they make it clear to the leadership frankly that you know, gathered on the house floor used to be kind of a, a, a sanctuary, so to speak. They feel like they're sitting ducks. And that's why um, that's why they're screening for dangerous weapons at the doors. I mean, it's just
0: what a strange, strange time. Yeah, absolutely. And I think important to just note, obviously, that the investigation uh, into the attacks was delayed for quite a while, but the House finally created its select committee last week that Benny Thompson, the Democrat from Mississippi, is going to run. Uh, You also have more than 500 people who've been arrested and charged in the incident, Um, even though there's truly, I think, pretty stunningly, the, the number of Republicans who are now trying to kind of push back or minimize the incident, the impact of it, you know, calling it in some cases even a normal tourist event, which it clearly was not. Uh, I think it just shows even further how far apart the two sides remain when they kind of can't even agree on the basic facts of the day.
1: And Anna, one other thing to note, Kevin McCarthy still has not appointed, officially appointed members to this committee. So uh, we laid out last week in Punchbowl News, some people that we thought, uh, based on our reporting, were in the mix for this committee. Um, but you know he's not jumping, kind of at the opportunity to to, to nominate people.
0: All right, let's go to the number two story of the day. It is a hot infrastructure summer. The problem solvers endorsed the bipartisan Senate bill. I think it means a little bit, but it doesn't really change the dynamics, right?
1: Uh, that's right. I mean, it's interesting. 58 members of the free of the, not the Freedom Caucus of the problem solvers. Caucus. Man, if the Freedom Caucus had 58 members, that would be something. Um, and, uh, evenly split between Republicans and Democrats. So they call for an expeditious, um, standalone floor vote here. Um, and, and it's, so here's, here's how I would put it, Anna. I think that like, this is important in that. They work to get this bill across the finish line. Josh Gottheimer especially worked to get this bill across the finish line with the Senate, uh, worked to get it into a, a deal format, so to speak. Um, but this isn't going to come a, come on the floor as a standalone, we don't think. So the idea that, it's, uh, that they've endorsed it is just a little bit – nothing happens in a vacuum and this endorsement is in a vacuum is how I would put it.
0: All right, let's go to the number three story of the morning, The Canvas, which is our regular poll. Uh, It's anonymous of senior Capitol Hill aides, unlike anything that anybody else is doing. And we are always very interested in the results that come out of it. It's a joint project with the Locust Street Group. Um, We put a couple nuggets in yesterday's morning edition, and for our premium subscribers, they are going to get a real deep dive later this week on all of the results. But a few interesting nuggets, which I think going to this infrastructure um, discussion we were just having, 40% of senior aides we polled said that that only a hard infrastructure bill will pass. And the American Families Plan and the full American Jobs Plan will be left by the wayside. That's a, a pretty stark number for President Joe Biden.
1: Yeah, not great, <laughs> not great when you consider everything. Kind of, um, you know, the idea that that they both need to kind of pass in concert and and roll together in concert. Um, you know, I, I I would say frankly that. Um, that would be what logic would dictate, right? <laughs> that this, that the hard infrastructure package and not the massive social spending package would get through. Um, uh, I mean, I think they're going to obviously try really hard to get the social spending package through, but it very, it's very, it, to me, it seems quite difficult. So, um, but interesting to have people say that, right? Interesting to hear people say that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We also had 36 percent of staffers say there's a 50 50 chance that criminal justice reform, reform passes. saying it's likely, 28% say it's unlikely. I mean, it just shows you, I think, in real... Uh, in a real way, how divided people are on this. And, and I think we've been talking about criminal justice reform. They've come to some sort of a framework deal. But we don't see any of the details yet. You had Senator Scott saying, you know, we needed to make real progress by the end of June. We're obviously now into July. The schedule gets very difficult, even though it is one of those issues where you really have serious people in the room trying to come together. Yeah, still still quite difficult.
1: Um, you know, still really hard. Um, and... Uh, I, you know, I would, I would, you know, I'd quibble a tiny bit with the, with the number just if I were, if I were giving it, deciding it. A Tyler,
0: if we asked you for your anonymous survey, if they,
1: <laughs> if they asked me, I'd say I'd put it closer to 55, 60%, although, or maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'd say fifty fifty five, sixty 55, 60% that they'll get a deal. Maybe not that it'll pass. Um, but uh, certainly interesting uh, to get these people's view uh, kind of in an off the record sense.
0: All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. Please leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.